0: te Tesham Satajukhtanam <todic> Vajatam <todic> Bajatam Pritipuruvakam <bhrite> <todic> Vajatam Prithipuravakam Ratami Bhutti Yogam Tamibhuti Yogam, tham, dhadami dhadami yogam yemam yemam Yenamamupayantate Yenamu hmm. Payantate To those who are constantly devoted and worship me with love, I give the understanding by which they can come to me purport by his divine grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada In this verse the word buddhi yogam is very significant. We We may remember that in the second chapter the Lord instructing Arjuna said that he had spoken to him of many things and that he would instruct him in the way of buddhi yoga. Now, buddhi-yoga is explained. Budhi-yoga itself is action in Krishna consciousness. That is the highest intelligence. The ultimate goal of progress is Krishna. People do not know this. Therefore, the association of devotees and a bona fide spiritual master are very important. One should know that the goal is Krishna. And when the goal is assigned, then the path is slowly but progressively traversed, and the ultimate goal is achieved. A person may have a bona fide spiritual master and may be attached to a spiritual organization, but still, if he is not intelligent enough to make progress, then Krishna from within gives him instructions so that he may ultimately come to him without difficulty. The qualification is that a person always engages himself in Krishna consciousness and with love and devotion renders all kinds of services. He should perform some work, some sort of work for Krishna, and that work should be done with love. If a devotee is intelligent enough, he will make progress in the path of self-realization. If one is sincere and devoted to the activities of devotional service, the Lord gives him a chance to make progress and ultimately attain to him. To those who are constantly devoted and worship me with love, I give the understanding by which they can come to me. We are reading this afternoon from the 10th chapter of the Bhagavad Gita. I remember in 1976, our beloved Gurudev A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada was visiting Nibhundava. And one devotee had a question. Srila Prabhupada, he said, many people challenge that there is no need for accepting a spiritual master because Krishna is within my heart and he is directing me. So Srila Prabhupada became very grave and he looked at this devotee with a very stern and compassionate glance, he said, You do not know how to answer this question. In Bhagavad Gita, Krishna explains who he speaks to from within the heart. sham satata yuktanam bhajatam purvakam buddhi yogam tam To those who are constantly devoted and worship me with love, I give the understanding from within the heart by which they can come to me. If you are not constantly, 24 hours a day, devoted and worshiping God with love, you are not hearing God from within your heart. There are so many voices within our heart. Therefore, unless one is in that platform, Krishna says in Gita, how he speaks, For those who want to know the truth, they must approach a bona fide spiritual master, inquire from, submissively from him, and render service. The self-realized soul can impart knowledge unto you because he has seen the truth. This is the word of God. For those who are constantly devoted, he speaks within the heart. But for those who are not, Krishna says, if you want to know the truth, you must approach Gurudev. Dev. Now this is a very special analysis that we are about to explain. For one who is constantly devoted and worships the Lord with love, because he is seeing the greatness and glory of God, he realizes himself to be utterly insignificant, the lowest amongst low, and the most neophyte amongst neophytes. Therefore, those who are truly advanced, out of utter humility, they fall at the feet of a bona fide spiritual master. And those who are not advanced, They think that they're very advanced and they do not need guru. Huh? If you looked at the most advanced Paramahamsas in the history, they are giving all credit to their spiritual master. Sanatan Goswami, he approached Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. That my dear Lord. Ah, please understand Sanatan Goswami was the greatest scholar in Vedanta. He was also from the highest Saraswat Brahmin family. And he was so influential that, that the Nawab Hussain Shah, who was then the, the conqueror of Bengal, he understood that the only way to bring the people under his influence is he had to take Sanatan Goswami as his prime minister. Because everyone would follow whatever Sanatan said. So he forcibly arrested Sanatana Goswami and made him the Prime Minister. Such a quality. But when Sanatana Goswami approached Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he fell dandavat like a rod on the ground and with tears flowing from his eyes and a heart soft with humility, he prayed, My Lord, I am the most fallen, the most sinful of all living beings you delivered jagai and madhai but that was not difficult they were only sinful but I have become the servant of sinful persons that is even worse patita pavana hetu tava avatar mo samo patita prabhu napai Narottam das Thakur <speaking> the great Paramhamsa Vaishnav he prays in the moon of Sanatan Goswami my dear lord You are the deliverer of the most fallen. And my opinion is if you search throughout the whole universe, you will not find anyone more fallen than me. So my claim is first. Please save me. This is the nature of the great souls. Our spiritual master, Srila Prabhupada, he would often be asked, "Ah, are you a pure devotee? He would say, I may or may not be a pure devotee. All I know is my Guru Maharaj is a pure devotee and I am always speaking his words and I am never forgetting his lotus feet and that is my only shelter. Krishna tells Uddhav, Madhvabdhapu that worship of my devotee is more pleasing than worshipping me. Sadhunam Mayam, Sadhunam Twaham, janati Maham manap api Lord Krishna says that my devotee is my life and soul because my devotee knows no one but me I know no one but my devotee because the devotee is always subordinate to my love I am always subordinate to his love the sweetness of bhakti is understood in this principle The reciprocation of the love between the Lord and His devotees. How each is captured, is enslaved by the love of the other. This is bhakti. The mayavadis and brahmavadis, they want to become God. Aham brahmasmi. But in brindavan, Krishna's carrying the shoes of Nanda Maharaj on his head to bring him every day when he comes home from the pasture grounds. With great difficulty as a small child, he would carry his heavy wooden sandals on his head. My dear Lord, my dear Father, please accept this service. And one great poet, he prayed that I do not want elevation to the heavenly planets. I do not want any amount of wealth or position in this world. Nor do I even want mukti, liberation. I do not even want to go to Vaikuntha to worship the Supreme Lord Narayan. My goal in life is I simply want to worship Nanda Maharaj. Because it is this Nanda Maharaj whom the Supreme Personality of had, the Absolute Truth, the cause of all causes, the creator, maintainer, and annihilator of everything, that supreme truth is playing like a little child in the court of Nanda Maharaj, taking his shoes every day and placing upon his head as an act of humble service. The Lord becomes subordinate to the love of his devotees. Therefore, Krishna says, bhaktya aham evam vidurjuna." It is only by this pure devotion, this pure love, that I can be understood as I am. Bhaktavatsa He is purchased by the love of the heart of his devotee. Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in his divine lila. When he appeared in this world, Srinavadvip Dham, about five hundred years ago, he exhibited the natural condition of love that he eternally experiences within the core of his heart for his devotees. Lord Chaitanya is none other than Krishna himself, who has appeared in the guise of a devotee. And one of the most important contributions of this great avatar of Sri Chaitanya is more than any other time, he glorified the natural love that he eternally possesses for those who have surrendered their lives to him. There is one example that is explained by Kaviraj Goswami in the Chaitanya Charitamrita that every year, Many, many of the devotees of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu from all around would come to Jagannath Puri Dham to spend four months during the summer season in Chaturmasya. And it is described that at the end of this period, after exchanging all beautiful and wonderful pastimes, It was always that most difficult time where they had to separate, where all the devotees would have to go to their respected places where they had their service to the Lord. So on one such occasion, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was seeing them all before they departed and sharing with them his great love. And there is no greater joy to the Supreme Lord than glorifying his devotees. As he was seeing the devotees off, he spoke to Shrivas Takwar. He said, my dear Srivas, in your home, you should always perform the congregational chanting of the Holy Name and I will always be there and you will see me no one else will see me but you will see me whenever the chanting is going on and when you see my my mother Shachimata please give her this Jagannath Prasad and this cloth from my hands said my mother's love for me is so much and so great that I am conquered by that love. Indeed, like a madman, I have left her to take the renounced order of life, sannyas. In this way, I have given up all religious principles. My most cherished property in life is my love for my mother. And I have given that up and left her in an ocean of despair. What sort of crazy thing have I done? And Lord Chaitanya, after taking sannyasi, returned to his mother and he said, when he saw her tears, he said, my dear mother, if you like, I will give up this vow that I have taken. I would stay home with you only. She said, no, that is not possible. How will I live if people discredit you in this way? So on the order of his mother, he went to Jagannath Puri instead of Vrindavan. Lord Chaitanya continued, that my dear mother, every day she offers me nice foodstuff. On one occasion, she offered all the things that I liked best. Nice rice, ah, and ve- various vegetables, curry made from banana leaves, banana flowers, sugar candy, different types of cut pieces of ginger fried. All the preparations she knew that I liked best. And then she sat with all these preparations on a plate and held it on her lap and she began to cry. Piteous tears, that everything my dear Nimai likes, I have prepared for him, but he is not here to accept it. What shall I do? In this way she wept, responding to her pure love, I came, and I ate all that food. Krishna says in Gita, Bhakta that anything prepared with love, Krishna accepts with great pleasure. And after taking that food, she looked down, and she saw that the plate was completely empty. In the core of her heart, she knew that I had personally come and eaten it all. But externally, she was so humble. She was thinking, that is not possible. What have I done? What an offense I have committed. I'm making an offering, and I forgot to put anything on the plate. So she went to the kitchen, and she looked in the pots, and she saw there were still things in the pots. So she had Ishan, her assistant, cleanse the altar once again. And again, she made another offering. And this is something that happens almost every day. Explain to my mother that she should have this great faith that whatever she does for me, although she may not see me, she should know that I am personally present to accept her offerings. And then he turned to three devotees from the village of Kanda. Their names were Mukunda Das, Raghunandan, and Narahari. And he turned to Mukunda Das, who was the father of Raghunandan, and he said, who is the father? Are you the father, or is your son Ragunandan the father? Mukundada said that my son Ragunandan is my father because he introduced me to Krishna consciousness. He is the one in our home that instituted devotion to Krishna. And the real father is one who takes you to Krishna. So Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu became very pleased upon hearing this. And then he told Mukunda Das. Then he began to glorify Mukunda Das to all the devotees. With tears in his eyes, there was no greater pleasure to the Lord than glorifying his devotees. He said, this Mukunda Das appears to be an ordinary man. He is a physician. He is the royal physician. He is the personal doctor for the king and everyone around except me considers him to be a very ordinary man but let me tell you a secret one day he was sitting next to the king he was standing next to the king who was on a very high platform the royal platform on his throne and he was instructing him on various medical advice the sun was burning very hot overhead So one servant came with a very large peacock fan and he placed it above the king's head to shade him. When Mukunda Das saw the peacock fan he thought of the Supreme God Sri Krishna and in the ecstasy of love he fainted and he fell all the way down from the platform and the king, very worried, personally got down from his throne, climbed down the steps, and went down to lift him. He said, Are you in much pain? Are you hurt? Das said, No, no, I am not hurt. The king said, What happened? Try to understand the mind of the devotees. They never tried to tell people they are great devotees. He could have said, Oh, I saw the peacock fan and I fell in ecstasy of love. And then everybody around him would have gone, jai, jai, and touched his lotus feet. But Mukunda, he said, actually, my dear king, I have epilepsy. And I had, because of this epilepsy, I had a fit and I fell down and I fainted. But now I'm all right, so there's no problem. It was only Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and even the king, he understood. Such a humble and exalted devotee the great souls will never admit their greatness. That is their greatness. So Lord Chaitanya told Mukunda Das, he instructed him, that you should earn material and spiritual wealth in your life. And then he told Raghunandan that you should worship the Lord in the temple. And he told Narahati that you should stay here with me in the association of devotees and you should preach the glories of the holy name. He gave these three instructions Mukunda Dasi told him that you earn your livelihood, you raise your family, but you always remember Krishna and offer everything as an offering of love. And you help support. the propagation of Krishna consciousness and he told Ragunandan that you remain in a temple you keep it nicely for all the world to come, all the devotees and you worship the deity with great love and Narahari he told him you stay in the association in the renounced order and you preach these are the three instructions that the Lord has given and they are all equal According to a particular person's tendency in nature and nature in life one remains in the family situation, earns livelihood, but always remembers Krishna with great devotion, and is always endeavouring to support those who are propagating devotion to Krishna. One remains within the temple, worships the deity, and one is a preacher. This is the family of the society of devotees. The greatest disease is when pride comes in our heart and one thinks is better than another. The tendency of the grihastas, their pride, is their thinking, if you do not have a nice job, if you are not a professional man, earning livelihood, wearing suit, tie, and preaching in this way, Then you are not really doing very much service. After all, who are these brahmacharis? They're all rejects of society who just come to live in the temple. Huh. Because they can't do anything else. Who will listen to them? They're parasites. I'm earning money. I'm supporting them. I'm maintaining them. I am God. Huh? God is the only supporter. He is the only maintainer. You are nothing. By His grace, you are allowed to do some service. That is your only position. Therefore, the Grihastas are always thinking, I am lower than all others. The real Grihastas, they are thinking, these persons have given up everything. What have I given up? So little. Let me offer this little service. And then the persons in the temple, they are thinking, just see, I am so close to Krishna. I am. Very great. Everyone else, they are coming to visit every now and then, but I am always at the feet of Krishna. How special am I? I am better. Uh, This is a great disease. The Pujari should be thinking that I am so fallen, I am so sinful, that Krishna keeps me right next to him, because he knows if I go an inch away, Maya will just drag me. Huh? And the preachers, the preachers are thinking, who are these grihastas? They have their children and they have their wife and they're enjoying sense enjoyment. They have nice house and furniture. Oof! They're just neophytes. They'll never go back to Godhead unless they become like me, staunch, saffron-cladded, Vaishnav. This is a disease. The preacher of Krishna consciousness is thinking himself, huh? that I am just a humble servant. Actually, these grihasthas are very responsible people. Look at the austerity that they have to go through. They have to live with a woman. They have to live with children crying and screaming all night long. I I would die within 30 seconds if I had to live in their home, huh? How austere. And they have to work and make money. I can't do it. So therefore, let me just be their servant by, by preaching Krishna consciousness. By trying to enliven them and inspire them. In this way, Vaikuntha, Vrindavan is the place where everyone is thinking everyone else is better than me. And they understand that Grihe vanitako, Vane Thako, Sada Hari Bhakti Vinod has sung that whether you are a grihasta or a sannyasi makes no difference you just chant the holy name of the Lord with the quality of devotion and you will become free from all happiness and distress in this world and attain devotion to Sri Hari But what does it mean to chant the holy name of the Lord with devotion? Shri Sundar Mahaprabhu has said, One should think oneself more humble than the grass, more tolerant than a tree. One should be ready to offer all respect to others and expect nothing in return. So Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did not say Mukunda Das Raghunanda Narahari One is better than the other. As far as he were concerned, they were all three equal. They were all equally dear to his heart. And what does it mean to make spiritual advancement? It doesn't mean to perform tapasya. It doesn't mean to renounce the world. It does not mean to give donations of hundreds and millions of rupees. Spiritual advancement... Is only, under, is only to be calculated by how dear we become to the Lord. How dear we become to Guru and Krishna. So Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was shedding tears of love for all three of these great devotees. And Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also understood that it is absolutely necessary that these three classes of men must work together in harmony. If you omit any of the three, the spiritual society will be incomplete. There must be pure devotee grihastas who are working, responsible, who are giving a very good image to society by their honesty, their nobility, but who are constantly striving to assist the preachers in Krishna consciousness in spreading the word of God, the name of God. That is essential. But it is also essential that there are brahmacharis who are maintaining the temple, maintaining the ashram, maintaining a place where people can come together to hear the glories of the Lord and worship the deity of the Lord. And it is also essential for sannyasis to be giving up all responsibilities of this world and simply preaching the message of the Lord inspiring and enlightening others so the glory of our congregation is when we become humble devotees and we perceive the glory of everyone's service each devotee is unique individual contribution to offer to Radha Gopinath. Every single devotee has a unique and personal contribution that he's offering. And a sincere soul is not interested in whatever defects or faults may be there, but he simply sees how this devotee is so special to Krishna. And in his own field of life, how he is offering something very special and very important to the lotus feet of Guru and Krishna. And when we all come together with this spirit of harmony and love for one another, then Krishna will manifest himself, reveal himself to the whole world. And then Lord Caitanya embraced each and every one of them with tears in in his eyes. And then one devotee, Lord Chaitanya, looked at Him, His name was Vasudevdat. And when Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu saw Him, He just began to cry. And He began to speak the glories of this devotee as if He had one thousand mouths. And then Dat, He could not tolerate hearing His own glories. And he approached the Lord and bowed his head low in humility and said, my Lord, I know that you could fulfill everyone's desires. I'm begging, I'm pleading that you fulfill one desire for me. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Vasudeva whatever you desire, Krishna will fulfill. Vasudeva Dutt began to speak. My Lord, when I see the conditioned souls in this world suffering, my heart breaks. I cannot tolerate it. Seeing the pains and the turmoils that everyone is going through in this world due to their sinful activities, brings so much distress and grief to my heart that I cannot bear it. Therefore, my one desire in life is this. Please fulfill it. Let all the sins of all living beings within this universe come upon my head. Let me perpetually, eternally suffer in the most hellish conditions of life and let them all go back to the spiritual world to enjoy the happiness of your loving association. Vasudeva docked with a heart full of compassion and sympathy for all living beings. bathed the Lord's lotus feet with his tears as he begged this one benediction in life. And when Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu heard this, his heart became softened and he began to weep. There is no greater satisfaction that the Lord has than when He sees the love of His devotees for one another. And essentially, every living being is a devotee. Some have forgotten and some have remembered. Jivara Krishna Krishnara Nityadas In fact, Lord Chaitanya, after hearing this, He said, I have come to this world, I have descended, simply for the satisfaction of Vasudevdat. I am simply his man. I am always subordinate to his love. My dear Vasudevdat, because your desire is so pure, so selfless, and so full of love, that Krishna will deliver everyone. He will send everyone back to Godhead simply because of your desire. But you need not suffer for their sins. In this way, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu embraced him with great affection. In this the way, on and on and on, the Lord was embracing and glorifying each and every one of his devotees. So if we want to know how to please the Lord, by pleasing those who are most dear to His heart, that is the process. Yasya prasada bhagavat prasado yasya prasada nāgati kutopi. When one pleases the spiritual master, Krishna is supremely pleased. to those who are constantly devoted and worship me with love i give the understanding by which they can come to me there's ten offenses against the chanting of the holy name and the first and most vicious of all offenses to our spiritual progress is to disrespect those who are broadcasting the glories of the Holy Name throughout the world. Kalī kalē Krishna krishnavata Krishna has descended within his name and therefore those who are spreading the glories of the Holy Name, those who are selflessly giving everything for the purpose of distributing the proper understanding of the chanting of the Holy Name, They are most dear to the Lord. Whether they are grihasthas, brahmacharis, vanaprasthas or sannyasis, Krishna is not concerned with external designations. He is concerned with the love and compassion that you have for others, to bring them up with the divine medicine of Adinam, Krishna's name. So let us take very seriously the service of the devotees and the service of the Holy Name. These are the only two things required to attain the perfection of life. To sincerely chant the Holy Names and to sincerely honor, worship and serve the devotees. From the most insignificant devotee To the greatest Paramahamsa We are their humble servants